WBUR Podcasts, Boston. I'm Daryl C. Murphy, and you're listening to The Common. Diana Bell, Senior Arts and Culture Editor for WBUR. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you. Happy to be here. Sweet. Diana, it's Friday, and we're in January. We are well into the winter season, and this is a time when I find it's good to, you know, be indoors, you settle in somewhere, and you really dig into something like a movie or some kind of art, some music, etc. And I understand you and your team have put together seven arts guides for the winter that range from film festivals to classical music to dance to fine art. And I would like for you to walk us through some of the highlights of that, you know, because I think that's going to help a lot of people out. I think so. It's going to help me out. So Yeah. So (laughs) kick us off by telling us how your team put these arts guides together. Yeah. So each season, we kind of just take a look ahead at like what's coming. As you mentioned, theater, film, whatever. But there's so much happening around Boston. Yep. This winter, we have so much in store. And I'm happy to take you through some of these things. Does theater sound like a good place to start? You know what? If you feel like that's a good place to start, let's do it. All right. You're my guy. All right, let's do it. So the first one is a play called The Interrobagers at Company One, and that's on stage January 26th through February 24th. Mm -hmm. And it tells the story of 14 sleuths and their canine companion who want to try to solve a mystery, and they end up stirring up the town's secrets. So it definitely has some Scooby-Doo vibes in there. I like Scooby-Doo. Yes, who doesn't? Um, And this is actually Company One's 25th season, and they're celebrating by offering free plays and events. That's like 100% free for everything. Look, we love free in this expensive-ass city. Seriously, it makes it all so much more accessible to come check out this theater. Yes. But if you are in a position to support the theater, they also offer a pay-what-you-want option for tickets. So if you feel inspired by this mission of providing free, you can help them out by doing that. That's a real thing. You ever see something so good, you're like, I got to give my money. I got to give them some money. Yeah, like, I didn't pay, but now I will. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. That's the Intera Bangers. Yes. And that's running from January 26th to February 24th. Where again? At Company One Theater. Company One Theater. Where's Company One Theater? They actually typically host, have their plays at the Boston Public Library. So it's very central location. <sighs> very nice. We love the library. Yes. I love library too. And then if you want to cross the river and go over to the American Repertory Theater, they're going to have the world premiere of a play called Becoming a Man, February 16th to March 10th. Okay. This is an adaptation of author P. Carl's memoir of the same name, and it's his experience transitioning after growing up as a girl and then living as a woman for decades. He had a loving marriage, an established career, and it's really coming at this time. You know, it's a pivotal political moment in this country right now, especially about trans issues. Um, Mm -hmm. So it's going to be really powerful. The play is written by Carl and directed by him, along with the ART's artistic director, Diane Paulus. Understood. Now that's Becoming a Man, running from February 16th to March 10th. Where at again? The American Repertory Theater in Cambridge. The American Repertory Theater in Cambridge. All right, Diana, thank you for those two. Um, We got some good theater recs. I've been getting in the theater lately, you know. So I really appreciate that. I want to talk about some music, though. Yeah. What do the arts guides 
have to say about music? Yeah, so first up is Boston native Silet. She's currently living in NYC, and she's out with her self-titled debut EP on January 26th. Okay, what kind of music does Silet do? So her voice is super pure and kind of clear, and she has this song called Wheels Within Wheels that really showcases that. It's on the upcoming EP. I'm standing in your shadows, but on the lights for me. Uh, you can kind of hear this carousel-like piano in the background, mm-hmm. and it's a really playful contrast to the sad and longing lyrics. WBUR music critic Charlie Ruddle, who wrote the guide, actually described it as music for the misconnections forum, which I thought was a very apt description. Okay, all right. Misconnections, that's, yeah. a, <laughs> throwback, that's a throwback, right? right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, man. Okay, I like that. What else you got for some music? Yeah, so let's switch gears. We're going to go to 83-year-old folk musician Jim Queskin. 83! 83! (laughs) Uh, He's still making music, and he has a new album out called Never Too Late. Easy rider, what's the matter? I can't work, and I'm tired, and I never... And he's been a staple of the Boston and New England folk scene since the 1960s, and he's rounded up some of his favorite female singers to join him for duets on the album. And one of the songs, called I Ain't Never Been Satisfied, features local musicians Rose Guerin and Samoa Wilson. Each song on the album has a really different sound. This one is more of a blues vibe, while others are kind of more traditional folk. Okay, bet. First, uh, we have Celette who has a self-titled EP coming out soon, and that's coming out on January 26th, right? Mm-hmm. And then we have Jim Queskin still making tunes at 83 years old and is getting ready to put out an album called Never Too Late Duets With My Friends that's coming out on January 26th. January 26th is a big day for the arts, right? <laughs> yeah, especially locally. Yeah. So you can buy two albums and just sit and enjoy this music. Yeah, and then go see a play. <laughs> exactly, you got it all. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be right back. The world's clean energy future relies on ancient elements still in the ground. Without mining, there will not be a clean energy transition. But pulling them out of the ground comes at an environmental and human cost. Mining is intrusive, but the results are the building blocks for products that we use every single day. I'm Meghna Chakrabarty. Join me on point for Elements of Energy, Mining for a Green Future, five special episodes. Listen and follow on point wherever you get your podcasts. Did you kill Marlene Johnson? I think you're one of the first people to have actually asked. From WBUR and ZSP Media, this is Beyond All Repair. A new podcast about an unsolved murder that will leave you questioning everything. Somebody should be in jail for murdering my sister. A woman who's never been believed. As long as they think I have done this, then they're not looking for who actually did this. And that's what makes it a cold case. No, it's a botched case. And a search for the truth, once and for all. Wow, it just gets more interesting. Beyond All Repair. Listen and follow wherever you get your podcasts. Be careful. You're digging 
in a place that's been very peaceful for a while. Do it anyway. Dig. And we are back with more from Diana Bell. Now, what about some uh, uh, some music from my eyes? Yes. <laughs> you want to go sit and soak in the yeah. art. Yeah. Well, there's actually one you can take in right now at the Museum of Fine Arts. It's called Comrade Sisters, Women of the Black Panther Party. Okay. It's on view through June 24th, and the exhibit features 27 photographs from Cambridge-born photographer Stephen Shames. He documented the women of the party in the late 1960s and early 1970s. And the photos show them providing free medical clinics, operating voter registration sites, and it really just illustrates the role these unsung women played at the heart of the movement. Maybe it's because of all the photos I've seen of the men in berets, like that's the strong image you see all the time, but yeah. these women and all the services they provided, I just had not heard of it. Yeah. And so this exhibit really gives you a window into that. Okay, what if we want to go outside of the city to see some art? What you got there? Yes. So if you're in for a little trip, the Fitchburg Art Museum has an exhibition called On Her Terms, Feminine Power Embodied, which features the work of New England artists who focus on the human form as a way to explore the topic of women's rights. Mm -hmm. The artists took inspiration from modern rap, historical, gynecological tools, and the woman life freedom movement that started in 2022 in Iran. And they created photographs, pencil drawings, and mixed media collages. And the exhibit is running February 3rd to June 2nd. It's one of three exhibits that are running concurrently, all exploring gender and sexuality. So it's kind mm -hmm. of a theme of women empowerment right now. Right on. That's, that's important. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to all the ladies out there. You yeah. Know? So those are two art exhibits. Um, we have Comrade Sisters, Women of the Black Panther Party. That's at the Museum of Fine Arts. You can see it now through June 24th. So you got plenty of time. Maybe you want to do a little reading. Maybe you want to prepare yourself for that. But then also there's On Her Terms, Feminine Power Embodied. And that's at the Fitchburg Art Museum. And that's February 3rd to June 2nd. Another one where you got a little bit of time. Before we dip out of here, Diana, I know you just gave us some good ones. Tell me about your favorite from the Arts Guides. So one thing I am looking forward to is the Boston Sci-Fi Film Festival. Ooh. Yeah. And that kicks off on Valentine's Day. So you can either bring a romantic partner or just take yourself out on a date. And it runs through February 20th at the Somerville Theater. So as part of this, they do an annual 24-hour binge movie marathon. And they show th 13 features. There's a sing-along, special guest, a paper airplane contest, yeah. and more. Um, and the festival unveiled one of the titles for the marathon recently, and it's the 1999 film Top of the Food Chain. I've never seen it myself, but there is a battle to save a town from corpse-eating aliens. So if that strikes your fancy or anything in that realm. <laughs> okay. All right. Yo, all the sci-fi nerds out there, get it together. When does that start? So the uh, marathon starts at noon on February 18th, but the entire film festival runs Valentine's Day, February 14th through February 20th. Lots in store. Okay. Well, and that's all at the Somerville Theater. Yeah. Nice, nice. Well, 
Diana, thank you so much for coming through. This has been so pleasant. Thank you for having me, Daryl. Absolutely. bright spot in this winter gloom. Tell me about it. Tell me about it. And folks, you can learn more about the Arts Guides at WBUR.org. They got it all covered. We got it all. (laughs) (laughs) That's WBUR Senior Arts and Culture Editor, Diana Bell. And that's our show for today. Thank you so much for listening to The Common. If you like what you're hearing, please go to wherever you listen to podcasts, especially Apple or Spotify. Rate and review us. Let us know how you're liking the show. Also, if you want to get in touch with us, hit us up on Instagram at WBURTheCommon or send us an email at thecommon at WBUR.org. And now, it is that time for me to let you know that The Common is produced by Caitlin Harrop and Franny Monahan. It's mixed by Emily Jankowski, Matt Reed, and Paul Vitkus. And it's edited by Samatha Joshi, Ben Brock Johnson, and Amy Gorell. And our podcast fellow is CCU. And our theme music is Me by Hisu. And from the newsroom of WBUR, I'm your host, Daryl C. Murphy. I'll talk to you soon.